Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello. Welcome to today's episode. We are talking about navigating difficult seasons of life. And I want to just remind you that for the month of July in 2021, in the next four episodes that I'm doing for you, and you know what, I think I'm going to put in some bonus episodes. So definitely subscribe if you have not to get all of these episodes coming your way. But these, this next month is really dedicated to helping you simplify more than just your physical clutter in your motherhood. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode called three productivity truths as a mom, go check that out because I shared with you about why I stopped talking about this for the last year and why I'm ready to start talking about it again. 
So that podcast goes deep into it, but here's just the summary. In 2020, we, as a family, moved across the country to a new city in the middle of winter from sunny Southern California to the cold, snowy, dark Midwest. And at that time, I had a baby and a toddler and three big kids. And I just kind of told myself like, this is the winter, you know, we'll get here, we'll get settled, get the house ready. And then when spring comes, I will get the kids, you know, I'll be social and take the kids out and do things with the toddlers. Cause the baby will be, you know, less of a baby. <laughs> and then of course the pandemic hit and that all went out the window and it has been a season of survival of the survivalist for me. And I decided that instead of pretending with you and lying to you, basically that I was doing fine. And I was navigating these difficult seasons of life as if nothing was going on. And like, I didn't have to stop doing a ton of things just to get through my days. I decided to stop talking about it altogether. And I knew that it was a season of my life and it would be over. And then I could do more things, which is what this episode is about. It's about acknowledging and accepting that motherhood is really just a constant changing of seasons. And I hope that by listening to this episode, you get a new perspective on how to make decisions on what you do and what you don't do in certain seasons of life to ensure that you are supporting yourself as much as possible. And it's really important that you learn how to support yourself as much as possible in these ebbing and flowing seasons of your motherhood, because the reality is that our society is not set up to support you in that. It is not set up to support mothers or women. And I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. I'm just saying that this is how it is. And we see this because especially if you're in the United States, other countries have you know, more of an advantage, um, than us in the United States, but especially the way that we have babies and then go back to work and the way that we have babies and then are expected to carry on business as usual, the way that we have babies and don't have doctors and providers and support systems who really understand the mechanics of being female and hormones and instead just slap a label on us and say, it's normal. Goodbye. If it gets too bad, come back. And that's just how it is. So you learning your seasons of life and adjusting how you respond to that is so key. And you have so much more control over this than you think. I know we can't always control every little thing. When my uh, son, my second son was three weeks old, I had to go back to work as a teacher. So, I mean, things happen, but again, it's just a season. So real quick, let's talk about how to even acknowledge and recognize if you are in a demanding or difficult season of life. And I'm going to call it demanding. I don't want to call it difficult because that just makes it sound terrible, but let's say demanding. And I've broken it down into actually three categories of seasons of life in our motherhood that we have long-term, short-term, and medium-term. So a demanding long-term season of life for you can mean having something outside of your control or something that you did decide to do that requires you to live in a very reactive way 
and can sometimes even put your life on hold because everything is so extreme and different and dramatic for lack of a better word. So examples of what a long-term demanding season of life can look like for you is having a baby, being pregnant, adopting an illness or injury in the family, a home renovation, different kinds of schooling that you might choose to do, or your spouse deployments, divorce. And this is not an exhaustive list, but based on these things, you can, I mean, I'm sure, you know, that these are long-term seasons. It takes a long time for you to get through them and to recover from them and navigate them. Now, the other, um, seasons of life that we have are short-term ones. And these are things like changing schools or sports schedules or job transitions, your menstrual cycle. Yes, this is a thing, a short-term season of your life where you just don't have a lot of energy, or maybe you have a lot more energy, a sickness, right? Like a cold or a flu, an injury or something that's just short. You're like, dang it. Like, I really wish this wouldn't happened. I'm a few days behind now. And then you carry on. And then there are the medium term changes. Now these can be seasonal changes, which yeah, we're talking about this because seasonal changes affect us as mothers, especially as we're like getting our kids to play outside. Do they need boots or snow gear? Do they need swimsuits and sunblock or do they need umbrellas and rain boots? What do they need? Right. And that kind of throws a wrench in our plans. A lot of times different ages and stages of your kids, you know, like toddlerhood and all of a sudden they're sleeping great. And then they're not sleeping great. All of a sudden they're not eating a lot and you're worried about them. And then they're eating everything. Um, life changes that fill in the blanks, whatever that is for you, friendship changes or meeting new friends, career changes, or even moving homes. These can be kind of medium. They're not always long and drawn out, but you know, they're a lot faster than like, you know, a sickness or school schedules changing, right. Having a day off of school. Now, the thing about these seasons of life is that you are always going to have one or multiple of these things happening at once. That's just life. We can't help it and defining it and acknowledging it and accepting it does help us master it. And it does help us move through it and not feel like a victim to the circumstances of our life. It gets you to a place where you can do like I did last year, where I was like, you know what? Every long-term demanding season of life is on my plate right now, as well as these short-term and as well as these medium-term seasons of life, I need to reevaluate what I am expecting of myself and what I am telling myself I should be getting done because it's just not realistic for me right now. And I know that once I get through this season of life, I can get to a more normal for me I shouldn't say normal, you know, a more desirable to me way of living. And it helps relieve that resentment. You might feel it helps relieve that shame. You might be feeling because you're not air quote doing enough, but let's talk about some examples of these. And so you can see it in action and figure out the steps to make this happen for yourself. Because here is the thing about this podcast episode, how to navigate demanding seasons of life is that. I can't just give you a step-by-step, here's how to navigate a difficult season of life, right? I can't tell you that because I don't know how many of these you have going on at once. You might not even know how many of these things are going on at once. And you might get blindsided by having more things coming up at once. So what I want to do is give you the foundation and understanding of this so that you can keep this tucked in your pocket 
come back to this podcast episode, revisit it as many times as you need to figure out what season of life that you're in and what you need to do to do it. So let's just recap again. I told you a little bit about it, but let's talk about the way that my 2020 went. And at the beginning of 2020, I had three big kids. They were like nine, 11 and 14. I had one newborn and then I had a toddler. We moved across the country and it was winter in the Midwest, which is really cold. And I hate the cold and I hate the snow. (laughs) And I knew that I knew those set of circumstances that I had. And I told myself winter is a season it's over soon. I'm going to do the minimums for us. I'm going to get us onto an adjusted schedule, get us adjusted to this time zone. I'm going to get my kids into school and I'm going to focus the majority of my time and energy that I have after that on the baby and the toddler, because babies and toddlers are demanding. And the toddler was not a fan of the baby and they really needed some support (laughs) in being a baby and a toddler together. Right. And then I told myself once that season, that winter season is over, I will start doing more because the baby will be older. Hopefully she's sleeping better. Hopefully we're all in the same time zone, but then the pandemic happened and school was canceled. We didn't know anyone in this new town across the continent because I intentionally decided to stay at home before we were required to stay at home and focus on the baby and the toddler. So my kids didn't have any friends. I didn't have any friends. I was thrown into about every single long, medium, and short-term disruption possible. And in addition to that, they were disruptions that nobody could have predicted, like learning how to distance school and making decisions on, are we going to bring the kids to the grocery store in these conditions or not? And you know, all of the decisions that parents had to make last year. So I decided that I had bare minimums and these were the bare minimums that needed to get done in order for us to get through this season of life in as intact as possible. And so the minimums for us I told myself for about six months is, you know, I'll see what happens after that. I think I told myself, actually, we'll see what happens in fall and what we're doing with school. And I took it basically three months at a time, but our minimums were to sleep, go to bed at a decent time, turn my phone off and get everyone to sleep at a decent time and eat regular healthy meals. (laughs) Anything that happened beyond that was a bonus. And I say that truly, like those were the minimums. That's what we were doing. And it didn't start off like that. Um, you know, I, I was like, I got to figure out how to homeschool. I have to figure out how to distance school. I have to figure out how to make them friends. I have to figure out how to do all these things. And I had all of these things on my list and it just kept getting less and less. I kept trying it for a week or two and being like, you know what? School's going to have to wait. You know what? You're going to do the online school and just cutting things back until we got to a place that was doable for us. And it was just a series of trying to add things more in to that bare minimum base level that we had and then removing things because it wasn't working. And for the first time ever in my motherhood, I gave myself space to just be in the mess that was 2020, the mess that was 2020 and the season of life that I had chosen to be in by having another baby and moving across the country. And I gave myself space to just be in it and not try to fix it, to not try and know what to do, to just respond to the needs of myself and my family. 
And what ended up happening was it led me to getting back into therapy, not because I was desperate, but because I was like, I really feel like I need this, putting my kids back into school and making that decision to get that support that I knew we needed. And it gave me space to actually admit to myself what I needed and what I wanted. And it helped me let go of the expectation that I have to do it all, all of the time, which is something that I used to talk about, right? I used to talk about this in my course, motherhood simplified, and I embodied it back then, but I got a whole new set of lessons to help me master this at a whole new level. Right. And just being okay with getting to bed at a decent time with the baby. And that was it. And making sure that my kids felt like they had a good day, despite being totally isolated in a place that we didn't even know. So, um, I learned that sometimes I can do all of these things. Sometimes I can wake up before the kids. Sometimes I can make every single meal from scratch. Sometimes I can work out daily. Sometimes I can be an excellent mother, wife, and business owner. And when I can, I will. And sometimes I can't. And when I can't, I know I'm still doing enough because I have prioritized my minimums, my minimums of what I can give to my family and myself. And that I feel like I need to give to them. And that I also have the time and energy for, and if my minimums aren't able to be met, I either adjust my expectations or I learn how to delegate and ask for help, which is going to be a future podcast episode coming up for this month. But today, what I want you to do is take a look at your life and figure out what different long, short, and medium term demanding seasons of life do you have going on? And considering everything that goes into those, what are your minimums that you need to do in order to survive this season of life as well as possible? And be very honest with yourself. These demanding seasons of life require more of you and they're not the norm and they do change and they do end and they do get easier. But right now, how do you need to adjust your expectations? How do you need to learn how to delegate? which again, I have a little podcast episode coming up on this, but start brainstorming how you can do this, how you can ask for help, how you can create community, how you can take things off of your plate. Um, and if you don't want to wait for these podcast episodes and you just want the full support in figuring out how to do this for yourself, get into my course, motherhood simplified. It is the course that I created to help you simplify everything in your motherhood beyond the physical clutter, your time, your energy, your relationships, boundaries, routines, rhythms, habits, um, demanding seasons of life, all of it in one easy to use course. And it's only available for the month of July. The bulk of what I focus on is decluttering and I am ready to offer this course again. It requires a lot of time and energy on my part to support moms in this and to curate and uphold the community around it. And so I'm only opening it up for the month of July. I would love to have you in it. I will open it again at some point, but I honestly have no idea when it just depends on what season of life I'm in. Right. I didn't think that I would shut it down for a year and I did. And now it's open for July. So you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash motherhood, 
dash simplified dash 2021, or you can just find the link in the show notes of this episode or wherever you are watching. We would love to have you inside of it. I would love to support you in supporting yourself and your motherhood. Like I said, at the beginning of the episode, we don't live in a world that is accommodating or explicitly supportive of mothers and of women and the way that we are wired to work. And so it's on us to create this new normal and find other people who are creating this new normal for themselves too, and make it normal, make it normal for ourselves. Nobody else is just going to hand it to us and that's okay. We can create this new normal. And that's what I teach you how to do inside of the course. So thank you so much for hanging out on this episode. I will see you on the next one. Before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.